0: All is now being recorded. We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Two. One. Mark. Here we are, episode 15, the 10 Minutes from Hell podcast, and uh, the title for today, uh, not knowing when, you know, this is going to be available and when you're going to listen to it, but uh, today's title will be, uh, May the Day You Listen to This uh, Be With You. And also with you. And uh, thank you. Appreciate (laughs) it. Now do four Hail Jedi's and uh two uh Sith Rosers. Um and I am I am Doug and you are I'm Steve. And uh and this week, um particularly uh watching say that word, uh today is when we're recording this is May the fourth, which of course is, you know, uh, the big star wars uh fake holiday um yeah which uh which couldn't be it's seen like as insul- insulting it could, could be seen yeah. as insulting or insensitive to people with a speech impediment um because that might be the way that they say in <laughs> so, uh, but i i still don't I, I as many times as you know however, however many years this has gone on, i still don 't think people understand that it's. A play on words. People are like, right? The fourth Star Wars has never come out on the fourth. Like, no. yeah, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> it's it's May, May the Fourth. That's that's the joke. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I know. Isn't it, <laughs> it funny though? It doesn't matter. It, it, it it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. So isn't it funny that they put that much thought into it? That uh, <laughs> you want to know what what's the significance of May Fourth? Um, no, no significance <laughs> at all. It's just a nothing. joke. It's a total joke. That's all it is. Um but we're uh, we're coming up on a big uh this is I mean this is always the the first Marvel movie release time. It's always like within the, like this week. Um and of course this week we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Last year yes. it was uh Civil War, right? uh quite possibly I, I don't i don't remember I think, things i think it was i think it was last year it was civil war so that was uh 2016 2015 was uh what, what was that that was uh was it's iron man no oh anyway dude there's always a big event movie released um this time of year um and a something came movie. up yeah yeah And something came up in my my Facebook feed, my memories feed. And uh, it was five years ago this week that the first Avengers movie came out. Which is crazy. Can't believe it. Like, it was like this day, actually. It was the fourth. um, Because it it pinpoints exactly when, you know, you post something. And I posted something about about the premiere. And... uh, and there it is. So five years later, look at how many movies there's been. We've actually had two Avengers, three Avengers, right? No, two Avengers. No, just two. Yeah, two two Captain Americas, uh, Ant Man, another another Thor, right? Yeah, Thor was in there. Yeah, there's been two, yeah, two Thors. Um, um, <laughs> another Iron Man. Um. Wow, it's amazing. All these movies have come out. Guardians of the Galaxy. Um. Wow. I've got a yeah, list of the tons. May the May movies. First it was Iron Man in on May 2nd. Iron Man 2 May 7th. Thor on May 6th. The Avengers what May was the, 4th. What was the year? Uh 2012 for The Avengers. <clears throat> May 3rd, 2013, Iron Man 3. Okay. Uh, May first, 2015, was Age of Ultron. Ah, uh, and then you were right, Civil War, May sixth, 2016, and then uh, of course Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume Two, this year, which is coming out, and I, I know you've seen it. Well, we're not going to talk about that, but um, <laughs> or just give us, give us, uh, give us your, you know what, uh, you know what, else? impressions. Non spoilers, well, uh, yeah, no, no, no spoilers. Uh, it's uh, it's great. It's it it's really good. That's all I'm gonna say. It's really good. Kurt Russell is great. Everybody's great. Um, is it as good as the first one? I don't know. It's it's impossible to really say that because this one couldn't exist without the first one. You know, right. if you just watch this one alone, it's not gonna it's not gonna hold up. It's not. It's not the same story. Um, but knowing what you know from the first one, the second one works great, you know? Um, right. It's like Empire Strikes Back. Everyone says Empire Strikes Back is the best of the three. Empire Strikes Back couldn't exist without the first one. You couldn't just jump into Empire Strikes Back and be like, what the hell's going on? You know, like you would have no idea what's happening, you know? Just by looking right. at that crawl, that would not give you the emotional impact that it would be if you'd watched the first one um so yeah so i mean it's 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 awesome it's a it's a great great story, and uh there's some really fun things in it, some really nice surprises and and uh i think it's i think it's gonna do very very well um I'm excited we're seeing it this weekend yeah well we i'm gonna we'll, we'll probably gonna do just it a quick eat again yeah we'll we'll probably do like a quick spoiler guardians only episode. Probably uh, early in the week if we can. Yeah, we will. We'll talk all about it. Because um, there's going to be a lot of things to talk about. And that's probably the hardest thing about having seen it, is that I can't talk about it with anybody. <laughs> which, which is really hard. Because uh, I really want to. Um, but uh, but anyway, so, uh, so that's coming out this weekend. I don't know, do we have any Star Wars news in... Uh, connection with this May the 4th thing. All I've been seeing is just a bunch of memes of, you know, different Star Wars characters doing ridiculous things. So I haven't memes. really seen... Did I say memes? <laughs> memes? You say memes, <laughs> I say memes. Uh, you say... You say tomato, I say potato, whatever. You know, you know the thing. Um, but... uh uh I mean the only thing that I've seen really is the uh the Force Arena game. They they had some extra characters. But as far as like yes. actual Star Wars anything, there's nothing really I mean, there's no new trailer, there's no new anything. I mean and they just released the trailer not too long ago, so I can't imagine they would actually do anything special mm-hmm. for us. I mean it's I don't even it's not even really I mean it's I don't think it's Lucasfilm sponsored, it's just people took this day and ran with it, I think. Yeah. Well it's kinda like that Force Friday thing too that that Target has embraced. Um that they uh you know do all the early release of the toys and the merchandise and they do a big you know promotional push on on that day. I don't know where that day came from. You know, like that was I think it was a, it might have been Toys R Us that started it. Like I remember, that oh, was like right. before before Attack of the Clones, was it? They had the. I think so because right? I think we flush. went to it. We did. We yeah, uh, we went to uh, it. Oh, we, we went, went to Midnight. Sin City. We went to yeah. Sin City, and then uh, exactly went to Toys R Us and looked around and went. Oh. <laughs> it was it was crazy. I mean, it was like Black Friday crazy. Like there was just a, a ton of people, and um, you still there? Yeah, I'm still. Here. Okay, it sounded like it hung up. I'm like, yeah. boy, okay. Well, I guess you don't want to hear the rest of the story. That's fine. <laughs> Damn, hang up. <laughs> Maybe other people feel the same way. No, the thing It was. It was just. It was just really, really crazy and busy, and they didn't know how to handle it. And I know they said that they improved that later, um, like trying to kind of keep it more organized. But I remember that first one was <laughs> really nuts. People were just grabbing stuff, like you know it was just frantic and it's like, why are people getting so crazy about this? You know, it's like we were just kind of like, you know, just kind of slowly kind of strolling through and everybody's running around us and like grabbing stuff off shelves. I remember one guy like, like put his arm, you know, uh, you know, into the shelf and then just kind of just pulled the whole shelf like into his (laughs) heart. And I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like what? What? what is happening right now? You know, like, it was just, and I know that there was all for resale. They were going to go and oh. sell, them on, sell them on eBay and, you know, whatever. But, um, and I don't think, you know, that was probably the beginning of the, like, you're probably not going to make a lot of money with this stuff. I <laughs> like, no, like, this isn't, you know, there's so much of it. You're not going to make a ton of money, but there was all these people that, you know, thought that, well, if I get the whole set you know before the movie comes out, I'll be able to you know sell it for you know premium price or whatever um and the answer to that was no, you will not that was uh, that was, the, that, was the, that was the that was the lesson learned uh from those people um but uh yes i mean I don't have anything else to say about Star wars I mean it's coming out in December, Hurrah. You know, we'll have to wait yeah. and see what's going to happen with all that. Um, right now though, I mean, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about with like the Avengers. Cause I mean, stuff is coming out oh, yeah. literally like every day. Like, I mean, it's not like really spoiler because we all know that everybody's going to be in this movie, but it's exciting, uh, that people are seeing people on set at, at the infinity war and, uh, like today, somebody had a thing where it was uh, Thor, Valkyrie, and Bruce Banner were all there, and then somebody took okay. a picture of a rocket stand-in, like he was like, <laughs> like a little a little rocket sign um, that's going to be, a, you know, I suppose a point of uh, 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 eye contact reference for the actors, yeah. yeah, so they can they can see where he is. So we know that those think, guys are all going to be together. Do you think Sean Gunn is? is- Doing the onset stuff again, or have they? Uh... I don't know. You know, I haven't seen because it's not it's not James Gunn, and so yeah, I'm sure um. the Russo brothers were like, no, <laughs> <laughs> we can yeah, we're not going to be doing with that. A, we do the same thing with a crate and a piece <laughs> of cardboard. <laughs> we don't we don't need an actual person there. Um no, this might have been just, you know, like this might have literally been just like a, a focal point thing, you know, and, and I, I'm sure that they'll probably still use Sean because he's he did such a good job, you know, with the other two movies as far as like you know, having something living that people can interact with I think is important. Um, yeah. but uh but yeah, you, you know um, and of course I guess um, Brad B. Cooper doesn't want to do it. Maybe he does. Maybe he would be totally cool with that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's so good. He's so good in the movies. Um, but, uh, but I mean, you know, Chris Pratt has been on the set, and and uh, I mean, everybody's there. It's just, oh my gosh, this movie's going to be crazy. <laughs> I mean, all the all the people that are in this thing. Um, yeah, and we saw that the Russo brothers could do that with Civil War. They could they could share time with you know everybody could share time. But that, I mean, even that seemed really challenging to get that many people in there all at once and give them their own moments. Um, granted, some of them were very short. Was, you know, they very little right. to do, but they still were there. And, uh, if anybody can do it, I think these guys can do it, but it's going to be, it's going to be nuts. And then if it's, if it's true what they had said before that it's really going to be Thanos is the star and everyone else is going to be kind of the co-stars of the movie um that's going to be really interesting to see uh to see it from that point of view to see like the heroes as maybe it'd be really interesting to see if they do the thing where they actually like build sympathy for Thanos you know for us to feel like something for Thanos and kind of see his point of view that it's like you know, I'm just kinda doing my thing and these guys are getting in the way <laughs> of me being able to, you know, do what I need to. You know, it's like it'd be interesting yeah. if they're able to able to pull something like that off, like where we could actually kinda see the Avengers like in a different light. Um just like if somebody were like in another country and and where America is not thought of favorably and we were able to like see like their propaganda of like how they think of us. You know, like how we're the bad right. guys in their movies, you know, that kind of thing. that'd um, yep. be that'd be kinda of cool to see that. it would be interesting. Something we haven't seen before. Um yeah. so that would uh that'd be something I'd be I'd be very interested in. I mean I think Marvel um, has done a decent job of making all of their villains sympathetic. I mean, they're, they're not just caricature villain, you know, scenery chewing villains, except maybe Red Skull. <laughs> Which he yeah. had to be. When, when, you, yeah, when you you at a uh, high-level Nazi, it's, it's kind of hard to feel, like, sympathy for him. And I think trying to make you feel sympathy for him is the wrong way to go, so I think <laughs> he was the exception. Yeah. Well, we kind of felt for but. some of his, his lackeys. Um, a yeah. little bit, not a lot. Um, he wasn't in very long. He really wasn't in the yeah. movie that much, and you know his finale was pretty, pretty quick. It didn't. Uh, yeah. It wasn't very drawn out. <laughs> it's kind of he's fighting and then he's in the cube and that's it. That's the end of that. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, we didn't get a whole lot of Red Skull. We had a lot of other things. We had a lot of other uh, Hydra guys, which is cool, too. Um, I really hope that they bring him back. I really hope they bring back everybody. What would be really cool is if they bring back all the people, even the ones that are dead, because that's the thing. I mean, if if Thanos gets the power that he has, you know, in the comics, which I'm assuming he's going to, he can pretty much kill and revive anybody he wants with the power of the uh of the gauntlet. So he yeah. can bring back he could bring back every dead villain that we have. He could bring back every dead hero that we have. Um so I mean yeah. everyone can I mean can be in this movie, regardless if they're dead or alive. Um right. which is uh man that's gotta be daunting for uh for the Russos to try to figure out like who do we bring back? Who do we not bring back? If we do bring them back. You know how much time are we going to give them? I mean, it's just so much. Man, these movies. I mean, they're they're only two and a half hours long at the most, and they're going to have to cram a lot in there. Um, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be bananas. I can't believe that's coming out next year. Like it's like really already. Yeah, it's just no, so they've been crazy. shooting for a while. I know but it's I guess maybe because Civil War felt like an Avengers movie I always think that that was an Avengers movie but it was yeah. actually Captain America um, so we haven't had an Avengers movie in a while but it just it feels like we have so but I'm wrong yes, yes haven't you are yes we have, we have not um, they released then, the uh, Defenders trailer yeah what do you think that of that didn't. that looks pretty good um, yeah. I, I'm still hearing uh, Danny Rand's delivery. He still is kind of soft-spoken and annoying. So I don't think. But I still, uh, I still don't, I don't think his character is going to change much. <laughs> I'm yeah. still on episode seven. Um, and when I saw the it's trailer, it's worth finishing. Yeah, I think it's worth uh, finishing just for completion' this sake. Yeah, Well, I mean, I saw the trailer and I was like this is really cool, had Iron Fist been a home run and I would have been as excited about Iron Fist as I was about everybody else, this trailer would have been super exciting. I would have been like, wow, yes! So excited to see everybody together. And then, you know, some of the dialogue, especially from Danny Rand, was just really flat. Like, I was like, you are still not really good at this, are you? It still doesn't (laughs) sound like... It just doesn't sound like you fit into this thing. Like, you know, what is going on? Like, is that the delivery that you really are planning? Like, was that, like, are they telling you to talk like that? Because it comes across as, like, really so low energy that it's not even, like, playing like he's low energy. It's just coming across as, like, I have no energy to, like, say my lines. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't <laughs> care about what I'm saying at all, and I don't care if you believe it or not. Um, yeah. Maybe he needs a snack. Maybe. Maybe hey, the services is terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I hope that they gave him some more time to prepare than they did. For Iron Fist and giving them like an hour, you know, beforehand. I hope I hope that they <laughs> they actually like put together some some scheduling time to like actually have uh, some moments where they could choreograph some stuff. Um, but this will be a, this will be a complete mess. Like if that's the case, then like none of those guys are going to have any chance to like choreograph any of their fights or anything. It's just going to be a, a mishmash. Which I can't believe because when you see Daredevil, I mean, it looks very, very choreographed. You know, like so Iron Fist must have really been thrown together, like slapdash at the last minute. Like we got to get this thing done because the Defenders is happening and we got to get it in the can quick. Um yeah. And I'm hoping that's what it is, and that's why it suffered, and that's why it just didn't seem as uh, compelling as the other ones. Okay, I think Daredevil had something to prove and so those fight choreography the fight choreography work especially in the first season was just fantastic. And I think yeah. Iron Fist in the second half has some good fights. Like they, the people that they get him to fight are clearly some sort of expert. Right. And they're probably even even somebody like overseas that's popular and just me being a stupid American, I don't know that this guy is. Oh, that's so and so. You know, why don't you know that? Right. But um, yeah, I, I think I think the fights did improve uh, at the end of Iron Fist, but I think Daredevil it it had to work so much that they really put a lot of effort into it, and these other ones just kind of fallen by the wayside, which I think is unfortunate. Yeah, I think the season two of Daredevil had some great. Great choreography, though, too, especially... I, I'm trying to think of something that, that was as impactful as uh, that... Uh, uh, I always come back to this, that that uh, hallway scene in episode two of the first season of yeah. Daredevil was just mind-blowing. Like, uh, that was and so I think good. I think the Punisher prison fight kind of yes. is on that same level. Oh, it is. I mean, mean, that was very... You can you, Yeah, you can see that was very well rehearsed. Like, that was... That was intense. Yeah, Um, but I don't feel like really uh, like that in Iron Fist at all. I mean, there was a couple fights that I would point to as being that was a lot of fun, but uh, nothing like like in Daredevil, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I mean. and I don't feel like we've seen enough of a threat. Like we saw Electra, and we see Sigourney Weaver, but we have no context of who she is or why she's there. And I kind of don't yep. want to just see them fight more ninjas. I mean, I, I, it looks like that's what's going to happen. But, well, it looks like is back. Yeah, it looks yeah cool. I'm, I'm kind of bored back. with fighting more ninjas. It's like, can't, can't they do something else? They've yeah. all fought ninjas individually. Why, why is it? Oh, no, now there's tougher ninjas. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. It has been a lot of ninjas. We we have seen a very large amount of ninjas. Maybe maybe they should like have somebody a little bit more uh supernatural in nature. Like maybe just a little bit more super powery, you know, than just right. like your your you know your hand and your you know uh kingpin you know minions or whatever you know like i don't know maybe they should go a little bit bigger i know they're trying to keep it like a street level kind of thing so they don't want to like go too crazy but but there needs to to be a reason why all four of them are together there needs to be something that that's greater than you know each individual hero that they need to team team up for well supposedly that's what Sigourney Weaver is but we don't know who it is I mean we don't know why you know they have to pan yeah. up against her but um what I was thinking was that um you know they don't what was I think oh that, uh in Luke Cage they had uh Diamondback um he got some of Hammer technology Oh yeah. um to fight Luke Cage. And so they I mean, they are putting those things in there that, you know, and, and, and we do know that from the trailers for, uh, Spider-Man that we're going to, we're going to see a group that's, you know, pulling together tech from superhero battles. So that's, uh, you know, that's, that's a big part um, that's a big part of how these things are going to be connected. I guess. I mean, that's what I'm. Yeah, thinking. the stolen Super Zero technology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. But um, yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be cool. I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. I've got Netflix, so it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm gonna watch it uh, when it comes <laughs> out. <laughs> Am I as excited as I was the last time I talked about it on here? Because I, when I talked about it on, on your last time, I was like, wow, the defenders. I'm not. I'm not as excited just because of this lackluster last thing. But I'm sure I'll get excited. I'm sure I'll get excited about it again. I mean, I'm sure that that's – it's it's going to be better. And Punisher's going to be out in there sometime too. I don't know when. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for that. That's – John well, the one I'm just so good. Anticipating. Yeah. Yeah. And the pictures they've shown, he looks great. And he's the best incarnation of Frank Castle that we've seen to date. I mean, yeah. Thomas Jane looked like him in the first Punisher movie, but the movie was pretty bad. Like, it was just yeah. not, it just wasn't quite there. And uh, I remember I liking, liking it when it came out. Yeah, he wasn't. but I remember liking the movie when it came out. Because that's—I mean—we didn't have much else. I watched it again with Connor the other day because it was on Netflix, and I was like, "You know, this really wasn't that good." No, no. John Travolta I mean, I mean, just was miss oh, everything. He God, just he what completely missed the mark. Yeah, <laughs> he thought it, yeah. it was—he thought it was his movie. I think he thought that he was actually the star of the movie. <laughs> like, yeah. I think he was he was working from a different you know viewpoint of uh like how this movie was supposed to play out um but it was you know it was a good it was a good effort and then yeah. the next one uh with uh Ray uh, uh Ray Stevenson um he was great i mean he looked he looked like the punisher i mean he had a great look he was big um mm-hmm. but the movie was Kind of all over the place. I mean, that was a that was a really crazy movie. And I listened to interviews with the director afterwards, and there's a lot of reasons why they did the things that they did. And it's not like yeah. all her fault. Um, yeah, that was on. She uh, really, how did this uh, get made? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. she was on there yep. with uh, Patton Oswalt, and, Oswald. and yep. it, it, it does have a lot of like very comic book elements to it, and it, and it works that way, but. I don't know, as a movie, I, I just I thought that it was just it was too much. It was too much. I, I thought the violence was like so over the top that it was actually kind of turning me off. Like I was like, eh. This is just, now I'm just getting kind of desensitized to all this, and it's not really it's not having any kind of impact on me. All I'm seeing is just bullets and blood, and you know whatever. Um, but he was uh, but he was good. Um, but Bernthal, yeah. man, he came in he has knocked it out of the park. He's like, he's like so believable, so tortured, so tough. I mean, like just all the things that you want uh, in that character. And, um, once he got the stuff on, when he put the, when he put the gear on at the end, I mean, that was, it was great. And he looks great in the Punisher stuff. Like he looks like him. And, I only wish that he could cross over. I only wish that he could cross over with everybody else. I wish he could show up in every single Marvel movie the way that he does in the comics. He just always pops in yeah. to other stories all the time. And yeah, it'd be, it'd be great know, for him to, to meet Spider-Man. I'd love for him to get beaten up by Captain America. I mean, there's. Yeah. <laughs> I well, know. I know. It'd be so awesome. And he needs to know, be everywhere. But he won't. Because we no. can't work out any of this stuff. And then, speaking of that, I just read the Inhumans, which I think they're gonna have a special uh, sneak peek at the IMAX 3D this weekend. I think it's gonna be a special thing where. Uh, oh really? You get to see yeah a, a look of it. Um, like uh, during before Guardians? I think so. Yeah. And I, I think I, I think I read something about that. Is that where we're going? Um, exactly. So and I, I think we are too. Um but uh they said that uh it's gonna be on ABC, so it's gonna be an ABC show, just like Agents of Shield. But they've already said yeah. that they're not gonna they're not gonna connect them. <laughs> like they're, uh, not, right? gonna, they're not, not gonna they're not gonna have a crossover between I know, and I'm like, What is the matter with you people? <laughs> like what? They're like, Well we want that to be their own thing, we want Agents of Shield to be its own thing and I'm like but this is the problem. You guys are supposed to be connecting. Like that's the yeah. idea. That's what that's why the Avengers works is because everybody's connected and all the movies yeah. are connected and the, and the the cinematic universe is all connected. And that's what's unique. That's what's interesting. That's what's fun. And you're just missing all these opportunities by not trying that. You know, it's just it's kind of infuriating to me because I just, I, I really think that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was, was, uh, pitched to me, um, the wrong way. Like, I, I had a whole different thing envisioned in my head when I heard about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the age of Colson, one of the, you know, coolest characters in, in the movies at that point. He was going to be, you know, the star of it, and I was totally excited about that. And I was just really prepared for, this groundbreaking uh, cross pollination of TV and movies that, you know, that he would be in the TV show, but then, you know, movies, you know, movie uh, characters could show up on the TV show, and then the TV show characters could show up in the movies, and it would just be this thing, this organic thing that would just keep going. That, you know, like we've never seen this before where. A movie that comes out in the theater, the characters from them would then show up on a TV show that you could watch on TV. I was like, this is such a great idea. But now I understand kind of the complications of that just because if there's things in the movie that can't reveal, the TV show is done before the movie is, and so they don't want to blow the surprise in the movie by giving away on the TV show. But then the TV show can't really do anything until after the movie comes out. Well, they have to schedule that perfectly. <laughs> you know, that the episode that, you know, gives away something on the TV show has to come out right after the movie. Which I'm sure yeah. logistically that's, that's difficult. But you know what, it's not impossible. And if anybody can do it, I think Marvel can. <laughs> Yeah, I think they could could orchestrate that. I mean, I think, you know, there's plenty of people who could figure out the logistics of that. To be like, okay, we got five episodes before May 14th when Captain America comes out. So all we got to do is we got to make sure that we have four episodes before that, and then one episode after that, and we'll schedule them this way. How hard is that? It's not a big deal. I mean, that's your job. So, I mean, if that's your job, I think you can pull it off. I think you can figure it out. You know there's people who work in coal mines and you know uh warehouses you know stuffing you know pillows or something i mean like I mean there's plenty of people who have horrible jobs <laughs> this is your job to schedule marble movies and t v shows so they make sense i think I think that's not too much to ask <laughs> you can you can pull that off I think that's something that's possible um but uh. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know why these things happen the way they do. Yeah. Um, well, uh, more things that are happening. Free comic book day is this Saturday. Uh-huh. So if you've never done that, go out to, uh, I think most local comic stores do it. I mean, at least here in Minneapolis, yeah. there's only a handful that don't that I know of. And it's it's just a day where uh, comic stores have a selection of uh, free Comics. Some of them are more like previews, but some of them are are actual full blown, full stories. Right. And uh, you, you can usually pick up a couple for free. Some stores will give you all of them. Some stores will give you just one or two of them. Yeah, it's kind of up to uh, store the discretion of the store. Yeah. I remember when they usually, started, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, i was gonna say when it first started, I remember how excited everybody was about the idea of it. Because, I mean, the idea was to get people to come to the comic store. Like, you know, like, stop, you know, doing everything online, come into the store, buy some comics. We're going to give away comics, you know, because we want you to read them. You know, we want you to come in and want you to read comics. And so when it first happened, everybody was, like, super excited about it. The store was excited about it. They were like, you know, hey, everybody. You know, like, it was a big event. Like, I remember people were really, you know, into it. Mm-hmm. The last couple of ones I've gone to, that that excitement has kind of waned a little bit. The, the people in the stores don't look nearly as excited as they did uh, when it first started, and they're like the, uh, the to, people working there. I mean, yeah, the people working yeah. there, and mm-hmm. uh, and and it seems to be more kind of a chore to them now. Like it's kind of like, oh, I wish they never would have started this because now we have to do this every year. Well, I think they have to buy them. I mean, they're not yeah, as expensive as normal, yeah. but they're they still they have to spend money on these things. They do, and, and that's so, what, and that's what's souring them. When yeah. you come in there and you scoop up all their free comics, and then you don't buy anything. So, right. if you are going to go in there and take you know comics, buy something, anything. You know, just yeah. make them sort of happy that you, you know, it's going to be hard to make them happy at all because they're just kind of in a bad mood <laughs> that day anyway, <laughs> but but at least by something, you know. Because it's, it's like it's Black Friday say. for these employees. It is. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like the the busiest day of the year and uh, I don't know. We've we've gone to a few over the years and we've gone since it's begun and I think Hot Comics in uh, Richfield is a really good job and, yeah, they um, do. They do a really nice job. Um, the, the kids love it because they've got local artists, and the the artists will you know draw a sketch, um, which the kids love. Reese is already planning out uh, who he wants the guy to draw for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, so they they're excited about that. And um, just don't be don't be greedy. I mean, take a couple comics yeah. that you think you're going to read. Maybe one that you want to take a chance on and leave, leave stuff for other people. You know, it's not just yeah. a give me stuff day. It's, it's supposed to be celebrating the comic stores, you know, trying to keep yeah. them afloat. So, yeah, like but, you said, hey. go and buy something, support these places. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, we just had another comic store. Uh, it was in the news uh, here in the cities that they had been here for, uh, like 35 years or something like that. Um, it's, being forced to move out of their location and they're going to be moving to another part of the city because, uh, the uptown area where it was located, they're putting up more condos and there's a lot of, uh, different opinions about that. You know, people are like, well, you know, that's just the way it is. You know, they, you know, they, they have to, you know, make money on the property. And if they're not paying the amount of rent that they can get from a condo, then, you know, why would they, you know, let them stay? um, Mm -hmm. And I see that point, and I also see the point of, you know, you should keep things around that are cool and fun and, you know, and part of the neighborhood and whatever. But the, the reality is, is that brick and mortar everything is going away. It's all going away. I mean, the video stores went away, um, mm-hmm. the record stores went away, the, you know, I mean, like, uh, you know, all the stuff that we used to go to you know, in person walking in, it's been replaced and it's been replaced online. And and this is what happens when people stop going to stores, they close and there's stores closing everywhere. I mean, you're seeing it all the time and you're seeing it in the news and everything that, you know, JCPenney is closing, you know, 400 stores or whatever, you know, it's like, it's not unique to, the comics. I mean, it's like, and, and to think that the comic store is going to, like, be there and Barnes and Noble is closing stores, it's yeah. not realistic. It's Even not downtown, realistic. probably the busiest Barnes and Noble I've seen has closed. Yeah. I mean, that it place was. was always busy. Always. I and mean, it was mostly homeless people just, you know, looking at magazines. Using the bathroom. but. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but regardless why it was busy it was busy there were people in there uh, yeah there was, um, i mean I, I always i always whenever i bought something there i had to wait in line i mean there was a line yeah, it was I'm, I'm joking i mean it was busy um <laughs> and uh and as was as was macy's i mean macy's was always busy and that closed um you know this is what's happening and this is a result of All you young people out there are saying, I don't want to go to the store anymore. I want (laughs) to get delivered to my house. I don't even want to get in a car. And it's like, well, you know what? Now that's what you have and that's what it's going to be. You know, it's like that's going to be your store then, which is sad because that was a big part of, you know, our economy and part of our, you know, life is going shopping and going to a store and everything and and some may say well that was a headache and I didn't want to do it but I think it's important that we interact with people I think it's important that we talk to people and we make eye contact with people and and we're polite to people and you know we have small talk with people I think these are all important things and and the more of this stuff that goes away the more we're being pulled into this you know we're just in our place and you know um a tv show black mirror um which is great it's on netflix but there's a there's an episode in there about social media and about like how important social media is in this world that they've created and it is it's chillingly real like it's like Mm -hmm. we are we are there that is exactly the way we are more concerned with our Fake avatar of ourselves, um, that's on Facebook than we are. What's going on, like, around us, like, all the time? (laughs) You know, it's like we're so concerned about, you know, everybody seeing what a great meal we're making or, you know, what a great time we're having at the park or whatever that we're not even enjoying being at the park (laughs) because we're so worried. How am I getting the perfect picture to make people think that we're actually having a good time? Um, yeah, it's it's dangerous. And it's, you know, I I don't want to go on a rant, but I mean, it's all connected. All of this is connected, you know, as far as, you know, our entertainment and uh, how we interact with people. It's super important. And it's just it's it's kind of creepy thinking that everything is closing. And it yeah. is all of it. Um, boy, that was dark. Holy oh, man! <laughs> what uh, the Doctor heck? Who? Doctor Who Ooh. just had an episode similar to that too, and I, I, I've heard people online comparing it to uh, an episode of Black Mirror. So, um, yeah, I, mean, I guess that's it's in the public consciousness that all of this stuff is is starting to turn on us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it totally is, and I, and I and I'm worried about our younger generation. Like I'm worried about them because they have been so inundated with this and so uh, connected with this from the time that they were, you know, able to see that yeah. um, they don't know another world than that, and it just gets more and more disconnected. <laughs> oh, geez, I burped. It just gets more and more <laughs> disconnected. <laughs> wow, that was, that was horrible. <laughs> um it gets more and more disconnected uh the older they get and uh you know and people you know people try to say well it's very similar to like when we were on the phone like when we we spent a lot of time on the phone you know our parents would always be like you're spending too much time on the phone and you'd have the cord and you know, and you'd, you know, you'd be like, you know, <laughs> get out of the you kitchen. Had the, um, you had the 20 foot long cord. Yeah, you can buy one of those so you, you can go, go into kitchen, another room. living room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and, and, that was, and, that was, and that was, and that's what people try to say is that, you know, well, it's similar, it's similar to that. You know, you're, you're, you telling them to get off their cell phone is the same thing as your parents telling you to get off the phone, which I beg to differ on that because, um, the telephones that we had uh with the cord or that was cordless or whatever, every time that you talked on the phone, the phone didn't like listen to what you were saying, then change itself. So that way it could be like more enticing for you to use it the next time. And every time that you would talk on it, it would interact with you in a way that it would make you want to stay on the phone for like, twice as long next time um yeah which is exactly what's happening your dopamine levels yeah and this is and this is yeah. exactly what's happening with the phones um and i saw a really interesting thing on 2020 uh, you can find it digitally uh where a guy that used to work at google that he uh sent out like a manifesto about like what uh the apps are doing to us and how they're actually um Working to change the way our brains think um the way they interact, they call it going to the they they call it going to the stem, which is their uh term of like getting to the basis of your brain functions to the point where you react to these apps or to your you know to these uh things on your phone um that you are like a like a mouse in a maze you're just you know picking up a pellet and uh yeah. It, and it freaking works. (laughs) These people, they know what they're doing. These guys are super smart and they're doing it all the time. Um, Again, it's kind of dark. Not normally what we talk about. But you know what? This is, I mean, this is all (laughs) part of it. I I consider it all part of the same thing. I I consider it all part of it. Because entertainment is probably the most uh, common factor among us. Anywhere, you know, in the world. I mean, it's like everybody is connected by entertainment and everybody loves movies and TV shows and everything. And we're all connected through those shared experiences of, you know, enjoying these stories. Um, but, I mean, you have to think about, like, how things are changing and how we're, how the delivery systems for that are changing so quickly and so rapidly. Um, it's just really, it's really interesting. Uh, yeah, to think how much things have changed in just like a very very short time, and and what is going to be changing next. Um, yeah. So one thing we won't be, we won't be going shopping <laughs> ten, in <laughs> ten years. There'll be nothing about shopping at all. We won't go be going anywhere. We're just gonna get fat. Thanks, Amazon. Yeah, everyone's just gonna, yeah, just <laughs> gonna like, get fat. Like Wally. That's what it is. It's gonna be like buy yeah. more. It's gonna be, yeah. And it's going to be Amazon. I used to think it was Apple. I used to think that Apple was going to be the one that was going to be, like, having an airline and, and you know, cars and everything. It would all be Apple. Now I think it's Amazon. I think Amazon yeah. is going to be the last man standing because they've actually, <laughs> they've actually, they've actually bought their own airfields. Like, this oh, sounds really? like some kind of paranoia stuff, but it's true. They, <laughs> they bought their own airfields. They have their own planes. So they can actually, like, transport their stuff without putting them on another plane. Oh, like, like, before that. it was... Um, yeah. um, they don't have to ship it through FedEx. It can just... Everything can be no. Amazon. UPS or FedEx or anything. They don't have to do it. It's, they have their own stuff. And it's only a matter of time wow. before they're going to have their own delivery people, too. You know, just, you know oh, yeah. we're not going to use any of these other places. We're just going to have our own. And I think they've already started. No, I think so. Yeah, they've, they've already started. started. I've... I've ordered all sorts of stuff on Amazon. You know, so I. I needed a hard drive really quickly, and so we look it up. Oh, look, hey, there's a hard drive. It's, it's a decent price. Hey, look, it's at my door in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just crazy, absolutely yeah, it, crazy. It, I know, and and that's where we're going. And Amazon is going to be going to be it. We're all going to be working yeah. on Amazon. I mean, when we were in uh, Florida, we wanted some snacks, and I didn't want to pay. You know the eight dollars for a Rice Krispie bar that the cafeteria was charging at the the resort. So we'd pull it up on Amazon and get a whole box of Rice Krispie bars delivered for two bucks. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you know it was like Target prices or Walmart Target prices, prices. and they, they just smart. brought it right. They brought it right to the hotel. And and the funny thing is, is every I mean, there was a lot of people that were doing this. They they weren't just dropping Real. stuff for us. They had. They had a whole room dedicated, you know, with coolers and everything because people are doing this so often. <laughs> wow. I didn't even think of that, doing that on vacation. What a great idea. Wow. Yeah, see, that's the thing, man. They got us. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so convenient. And we did yeah. the same thing. We ordered a bunch of stuff online, like, like household stuff, garbage yeah. bags and you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's scarily easy to be like, you know, going that way, you know, and, and yeah. not going to Target. God forbid not going to Target. I will <laughs> never. Target I, target, I just want to tell you right now, I will never stop going to you. Like, I will always <laughs> go to your Target. Like, I don't care what we happens. Just, we just wander around. I know. I just, uh, just, I just want Target to understand that that's <laughs> never going to happen with us. That I'm totally always going to be going there. I mean, this sounds sad. Uh. But as a family, we'll be like, "Let's just go walk around Target. We don't even necessarily buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> we just look at stuff. Yeah, because we sitting at home. Never, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds pathetic, but it's true. It's not pathetic. <laughs> kind of sweet. It's sweet in a, in a kind of rain man uh odd way but it's still sweet. It's still nice. Um, I don't know, do you have any do you have any other like fun news cuz man we went we went so dark at the end there. Um, but you know that's that's uh, the way this is going to be, you know, and that's it's organic. Um, I did see a thing about Jurassic World that uh James Cromwell you know, is in it, and he oh, yeah, revealed his part, and he's gonna be the former partner of, uh, uh John, yeah, John Hammond. Yeah, John uh, Hammond. Which, that's not in the books. I don't remember that in the book at all. Well, um, no, but, but the movies really, aren't, like, the books at all. I mean, they're no, different. No, no, they're completely different. But, I, um, but yeah, so he's gonna be, like, the other person who was involved in this initial cloning of dinosaurs uh, to, uh, you know, make these parks. So mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting. Well, that was kind of yeah. That, that was kind of cool. Um, I also saw that they had actually approached Liv Schreiber to be in Logan, but um, he couldn't pull it off. Uh, oh really? Yeah, he was. I think that might have been cool. Busy. Yeah, he's um, too busy because of uh, his TV show Ray Donovan. They couldn't uh, they couldn't wow. squeeze it in. Couldn't work around the um, filming. Huh. Um, yeah, so there you go. I saw a really cool thing on uh, Evil Dead. It, it came up on my feed. That um, and it's something I never, I guess, I never really thought about too much. Is that they asked if uh, they asked Bruce Campbell if Evil Dead Two. Is a remake of Evil Dead 1, and it's true. I mean, it's kind of a retread at the beginning of Evil Dead 2 of the first movie. Like, it almost, it's almost like they kind of just do the whole thing again. Um, and the reason behind that, which I, I was not aware of, is that when they were making, uh, the sequel, making the next movie, um, they did not have the rights. To their own movie, they did not have the rights to the first, movie um, and so yeah. it was owned it was owned by somebody else, and so the only way that they could include the characters from that movie was to actually like do it again under a different thing um, um. and so that 's what they did and uh, and he said that all you have to do is just watch the first movie as soon as he gets hit by the evil thing at the end. Skip ahead in Evil Dead Two to the part when he gets picked up and like thrown into the tree, and just and just start it from there. And then that way it's the um, same. It's it, then it's a seamless kind same of timeline. Yeah, yeah, same thing. And then so it, and then it then it works. Um, so like, oh, awesome. that's that's an interesting thing. Never never realized that. Um, and then they did the same thing with Army of Darkness. And then they they yep had a quick catch up. To you know, speed through the first and second movies, and then they continue on. Yeah, I really wish we could have saw the the original ending to that uh, uh, Ash versus Evil Dead season two, because that that uh, sounded really cool, and I feel yeah. like they kind of they kind of missed the mark on that at the end. Um, I don't know if we've talked about that before or not, but. The ending that they do have, it had, we well, had, it was heading towards this great thing where old Ash and New Ash were actually going to hook up together, like they were going to meet up um, in time because it goes back to like 1982 and he goes to the cabin. Anyway, it just kind of goes off the rails and, and it never happens. Um, which it turns out it was because the showrunner had disagreements with. Uh, one of the other uh, creative people, Produces, and, yeah, yeah, it was Rob Tappert who was with Ab- Evil Dead, you know, since day one, um, yeah. and he didn't. They didn't see eye to eye on it, and so they ended up changing it kind of on the fly, and it kind of feels like it. Kind of felt like it was kind of thrown together um, at the end, but um, it still was a yeah. good show, um, and I I love the shows, and. I'm really hoping that Bruce Campbell comes to town here someday because um, all these conventions and stuff, he never shows up. He's one that so I we actually wanted like to see. We he saw, saw him uh, My Name is Bruce. Yeah. Uh, and that was fun. That was fun and that was a great time. Um, but I'm talking about like Maybe. like where you can actually, actually get like, like a, take a yeah, picture yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's a person I would actually get a picture taken. Like I would... I would actually do that. Like I know it's kind of spendy sometimes to do those, um, and I don't think I would do it for most people. But uh, Bruce Campbell, I think I would. I think I would totally yeah. get in a picture with him. Um, and Kurt Russell, I would. I would do a picture. Oh yeah, Kurt, Kurt. Yeah. Oh man, he's so good in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. I Man, think. how can you not, yeah, how can you not like Kurt Russell? Man, <laughs> he's so good. I like him so much. Oh, boy. How will talk about Kurt Russell. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, I guess we should wrap it up. Um, we took a dark turn there, tried to turn it around a little bit, tried to lighten it up. Um, I don't know how you can really lighten lighten that up. (laughs) I can bum myself up. Um, It's not that bad, everybody. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) fine. Everything will be okay. Everything will be all right. Everybody needs to watch uh, Better Call Saul. They need to watch Fargo. Um, They need to watch Silicon Valley. I haven't watched Uh, any of these. (laughs) Oh, man. All those shows are so good right now. They all just came back, and they are all doing banner work. So you're talking about, like, the lackluster excitement of watching Iron Fist. and like, oh, just muddle through it. Don't even bother muddling through a show like that. Watch a show that, like, is great from beginning to end. Better Call Saul, amazing. Fargo doing crazy cool stuff every week. And uh Silicon Valley is hilarious. So um, I'll, I'll definitely have to check those out. out. You'd love to. We did uh, we did watch uh, this is completely not even geek related, but uh, besides the fact that it's a movie. But we watched uh Queen of Catway over the weekend. And cool. it's the Disney disney chess movie about a girl who plays chess in africa and that sounds extremely boring (laughs) but it's really well done and uh, it's very very engaging great acting great story and it's very inspirational so if you're feeling depressed by this podcast go pull that up on Netflix. (laughs) well i hope we didn't depress you (laughs) nobody's coming back to this thing <laughs> I can talk about end of the world. Um oh, and the leftovers the leftovers too. Speaking of end of the world, the leftovers is really great too, and that just came back. Um Is that about like the swell refrigerator? Yep, we've talked about that before. It's all about the stuff that's left in your refrigerator. <laughs> we probably knew um, the exact same joke. I'm sorry. It is the same joke. Um it still works. But it's uh <laughs> It's a it's a very good show, and they're they're finishing up their uh, their last season. Uh, it's their third season, and the same guy who did Lost, it's Damon Lindelof, uh, oh. has a lot of has a lot of Lost kind of elements to it. You can kind of feel, you know, that there's definitely a connection to Lost, um, but incredibly interesting, and they are definitely like not playing it safe. Like it's a show that takes mm. chances. It it really pushes your like ability to understand everything going on. But um it's it's worth it. The payoffs have been really good and it's uh it's a very good show. So I recommend that as well. So a lot of recommendations, cool. a lot of shows out there. You have the movie The Queen of Cups or whatever you called it. And <laughs> uh, <way>. K-A-T-W-E <laughs> That's what I said, the Queen of Catway Way. <laughs> um, okay so that's it this is the 10 minutes from Hello podcast uh podcast music's coming up and uh, you can find us at <laughs> temmfh.com I don't know why I feel like I always have to hurry again um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no come. time i got going to shut I down know. this phone line I know it's like oh my it, god it's, it's like the it's matrix it's it 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 got it caught onto us <laughs> we got to get out of here quick they found us <laughs> <laughs> um so uh you can find uh Doug at uh Wugman Max. You can also find uh Instagram, the Ten Minutes from Hell uh Instagram. I'm on Dennis the Office Cobra. I haven't put a whole lot on there because I don't know, it just seems like I'm just kinda of repeating stuff over and over. Um because I'm posting stuff on Tem and I'm posting stuff on my Facebook and uh it's exhausting much. I gotta I gotta I gotta start posting more pictures of, of my dinners. That would make it easier. <laughs> That's just everyone likes that. You can, do, you can do do uh, photos of Dennis's dinners. Like some rats. Ooh. That's a good idea. Yeah, that could be do that. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be at uh, WizardCon uh in Minneapolis oh, two of the gosh. days wandering yeah, around, I really do something yeah. I'll do some live videos or something something uh, take pictures with people in crazy costumes and yeah cuz he uh, we we don't have a booth there or anything which would be really no, cool No 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 uh, yeah he's just going to be walking around but you might I'll be able be walking to see around. him Yeah, yeah but you might see him you never <laughs> know I might go there probably not um but it's you know, it's, it's a lot of money That it is <laughs> a lot of money and last time we went uh, my son got super bored and all he wanted to do was buy stuff and it just seemed <laughs> kind of like a waste. <laughs> so unless I go by myself, I don't uh, don't foresee myself going this weekend. If Bruce Campbell was there, I'd be going. You hear that, Bruce? <laughs> if you were there, I'd show up. I'd show out my 75 Sawbacks to get a photo with you. Or Kurt Russell. Oh, I'd pay a hundred bucks for Kurt Russell. Oof. <laughs> Kurt Russell just think about that for a while everybody and everything will be okay alright see you next time Kurt Russell I mean see you next time alright alright Kurt yeah. alright bye Kurt Russell <laughs>